This is Detroit Talk City. Welcome to Detroit Talk City, the refuge for KISS Army deserters, defectors, and draft dodgers. I am Scott Malone, your host. With me is the other host. His name is Chris Cook. Hey, Ski bum Chris Cook. Hey, hey, Scott. How's it going? Not bad. How are you, Boyle? I'm doing great. Yeah. I, uh, I'm loving the, the moniker. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. I gotta, I gotta remember to say it. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed it took over from that Peter Chris it's, Ski bum it, Cook it, it, isn't it, it's both. in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just, like, just want to be clear on it. Well, maybe for like the intros for the beginning of the show, you're Ski Bum Chris Cook, and then like coming in after the break, you're Peter Chris Cook. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think... Especially on an album like we're going to be discussing oh, today. Oh, boy, howdy. Because, well, we've got not one, but two Peter Chris style uh, songs being sung, and one which is maybe the top of the mountain. Maybe the best song that I've yeah. heard like that i've heard from kiss <laughs> yeah it's and it, not maybe it is the best song that we've it's always been top five for me we're gonna get into it get into mm-hmm. it hard and that's when we're going to be discussing the 1976 album rock and roll over uh the second album that they released in that calendar year uh before we do that i'd like to throw out our social media you can find us at detroit talk city on twitter or detroit talk city pod at gmail.com we've got a facebook group and uh we've got a website uh, DetroitTalkCity.com. You know, don't forget to uh, rate and subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever mm-hmm. you or you, Stitcher or yeah, whatever. Any of those yeah. things. And as I say, we are going to be talking about Kiss in depth and detail. Uh, just as a reminder, we are not experts on Kiss, nor do we claim to be, nor would we ever want to be. I, I, it's a it's a different kind of podcast. Is this the first time we've given that? I, I kind of disclaimer. I, I kind of realized the other day, or it's like maybe I should just like give like fair warning. Do you think people are mistaken and think we're like musicologists or? Hmm. No, because we're not. But well, um, yeah. But 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 you but, would, if, but but you would think if you're taking the time and effort to focus on one thing, you've got to have some kind of an interest in it. And this was very much a like. Eh, we want to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which... Even though we've 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 like you know we've we've manufactured a passion, whether it be positive or negative. Well, and and as as much as we do shit on this band, yeah. I think we do, or at least try to take an objective look and don't let uh, preconceptions really cloud our opinions on stuff. Like, because a lot of it is shit. Yeah, but we do. As when when it's good when it when it's warranted for only their seventies albums, yeah. we're not here to just throw shade at all. Like, like I I, I knew coming into this album mm-hmm. that you were gonna have a, a, a boner the size of yeah. the Empire State Building and over over one particular song. But Gene, again, come on the show. Gene, <laughs> come on the show. We know you're coming. Um, so before we do that, we always like to play a little catch up, not just for ourselves, but to let the audience into uh, see a little peek into our lives. Um, currently, right now, you know, we've got we've got the hockey game up on the screen. We of actually, course, we actually just saw it, it, it's the Edmonton Oilers and the uh, St. Louis Blues. We actually just saw a classic fight. Yeah, you really don't see those a, a lot in hockey anymore. Mm-hmm. Where like the refs just like let uh, Patrick Maroon and Zach Cassian yeah. just like circle each other, drop the gloves slowly, mm-hmm. like it, like a classic old school. Mm-hmm. We're gonna and fight. Yeah, it's like I understand people's misgivings about fighting in hockey i i do it's when there's fights like this where like the refs are outside and the guys are in the middle of the ice that's probably one of the safest yeah ways to fight not like it's the fights in big groups of people where people can fall down and skates can go sucker on punches you, yeah, can happen that's what and this was two heavyweights that know each other respect each other like that's you know it's old mm-hmm. old time hockey yeah you just, know? it's 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 a dying form of hockey too. yeah yeah it's which you know that's sad. That's what we grew up on, but but good and bad. It's the game's got to evolve. Yeah, you know, somewhat. Yeah, like I'm actively aware that you know, guys get CTE. You know, getting getting yeah. you know, hit in the face. You yeah, know? like look before and after interviews for boxers and and those things. And they haven't oh even really God. done a lot of studies on concussions in hockey because it's the, like the the biggest factor is the little concussions over and over and over mm-hmm. and that's hockey yeah i know that when i used to play as a kid like i had lots many undiagnosed ones for mm-hmm. sure you oh know? yeah 
It's just like you just got your bell rung, and and yeah. it's just like okay, like uh, when are you going to be good to go? So speaking of bell rung, yeah, uh, I don't know if you can see a mark on the side of my face. Oh, on my I can, yeah. Right here. Uh-huh. So uh, uh, it's springtime in Edmonton here in Canada, and the yeah, uh, thank God the snow is melting. But uh, we enter this fun phase of spring where everything melts and then freezes overnight yeah. and melts again. And I have a back pathway to my garage that I was trying to clear up with an ice chipper. And it, yeah, exactly, I'm yeah. doing the, for, uh, for, for, for the masturbation for those, signal. Yeah, for those at home, it looked like Chris was jacking off a big wang. Uh, Continue. I was smashing it, smashing the ice, and it slipped out of my hand. Oh. And I hit myself in the temple ah! so hard with the wooden handle that, like, I nearly broke my glasses. And I screamed and, like, had to, like, sit down outside. <laughs> and then I came back inside and... My head hurt. I felt like sick to my stomach, and my head hurt for at least four hours afterwards. That, like that sounds like yeah. you got concussed. Yeah, absolutely. That's like that's what happens. Yeah, it was. Be like, man, don't go to sleep. It was <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. I mean, that kind of shit happens to everyone. Yeah, but know? it happens I mean, to me all the time. I mean, you're the classic go-to example, as we've established. You know, I I literally in my notes always have health issues as like a as a talking point you know so yeah i was um good good for you for uh you know you got your bell rung and yeah uh, you get back out there and you uh yeah i do have another quick injury story oh good uh, so keep them coming my partner and i were cleaning out some stuff from our garage and there's this weird plastic chicken wire that she had up that had some lights strung in it and we were just taking them down and wrapping them up into take it put them in a trash bag and while we're doing it together she poked her hand and i was like oh how is it that you're the one who gets poked out of all this and then i looked out at my hand and i had a cut <laughs> and a few blood was coming out of it <laughs> yeah just like well shut my mouth yeah, yeah. I, i'm just i'm just yeah dumb well well yeah but mm. um you know that's maybe not so related yeah. how uh how uh, how's your injury life have you introduced yourself? Um, How's your wrist feeling? Well, actually, funny enough, I was working on the weekend, got called into work, and um, we were standing up these, like, 500-pound rolls of um, resilient flooring, mm-hmm. and it was just me and one other guy it's pushing it. It's pretty hardcore yeah. shit. I was, like, standing on top of these rolls trying to get, like, leverage. Just, like, my boots got, like, caught in, like, in, in it, and I just, like, f- fell off of it. Had to break my fall, broke my fall, with my hurt fucking hand. Oh no! <laughs> Luckily, I'm 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 okay. Like I like I can feel it, and like you know I you know I had to I, I had to take ten though to like <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so. Jesus Christ! Of course, it had to be that hand too, like the one that's still you know. Mm-hmm. Probably just be you know hurt for the rest of my life. Oh but, yeah, that'll know. have some nice uh, arthritis later later on in life. Yeah, I was heading it was heading that way anyway. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like my. My left big toe is already arth- like pretty much arthritic, like now, from from the gout. The gout, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because gout is arthritis; it's a type of arthritis. Okay, yeah. And I just, while I was in Vancouver, had such a bad attack that I can still feel it when I do like push-ups or lunges or, or Ooh, anything. Yeah, that's not like phantom pain. That's like that's no, just... it's it's stiffness and hmm. yeah, which is which is just a fun thing to be in your early thirties and suffering from arthritis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for whom the bell tolls. Well, st- speaking of uh, getting your ass kicked, um, I'll try to keep this brief just because there's nothing uh, people find less interesting than talking about uh, one's uh, fantasy sports team. But uh, oh, ju- oh, yes. <laughs> just last week, uh, Chris and I were in the semifinals of our fantasy hockey league mm-hmm. facing each other to you know, see who goes to the finals. And, uh, well, one person has to win. And, yep. dear audience, let's just say – I'm in the finals. Yeah, it was it was a great it was a good week. Battle. Like we were neck and neck. It's yep. just like your your offense just took over yep. by the end, and yep. I was just left behind. Like it was close. Like it was close for the first four five, four days for and sure. And the last three days, I just, just kind of pulled ahead and never yeah. looked back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But hey, you got a chance to go for for bronze. You know? Yeah, I'm 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 happy. I'm happy with how my season went this year, yeah. and yeah. I I think I have a good chance for bronze. And I just it's such a good league that one it is yeah yeah i've uh i don't know it's pushing 10 years now i think i'm the only guy in the league that's never missed the playoffs but i have also never won came in second last year so back-to-back finals appearances and i know this can't be interesting for anyone at all (laughs) well congratulations hey man if i win that's 400 bones yeah you know we all we all put in 50 bucks 
You know, mm-hmm. I, that math that might not sound like it adds up, but yeah. Well, and if I win, I get my money back. Right? You get your, you get your money back. So the, which means there's five fifty on the table. Um, the winner of the regular season gets a hundred. Second place gets fifty. Yeah, I can't I think. even remember. <laughs> Whatever. But that's why we have a commissioner to deal with those things. Yeah. Al, come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just anyone. Hey. Well, Oilers just scored again. Yeah, this is the this is the problem when we have the Oilers game on <laughs> in silent in the background. This is true, but we just saw the Oilers score two goals. This, this is gonna this is gonna last forever. <laughs> you know? This is what we call evergreen. Uh-huh. You know, the second period of this game being mm-hmm. immortalized on episode twenty of Detroit Talk City. Yes, it's kind of a milestone. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, we've got a lot more to go. Although I think I was t- I, I, I was at karaoke the other night when i last saw you and uh, i was just kind of telling you like yeah the good albums are starting to run out <laughs> yeah. yeah um i was I've, I've been looking at the discography and if you include like a live two you know there's probably about five pr- probably will be good albums well in left in the in the future when we run out of good albums maybe it's an idea after a bunch of shitty albums to do like Revis- revisits to like a couple albums because just like a palate it, could, cleanser. it could get dire because we're going to be getting into not just um the officially kiss branded solo albums but we'll be we will do asshole by gene simmons we will do live to win by paul stanley we will do whatever that peter chris album is where he does send in the clowns <laughs> <laughs> that's right those are all coming would, down the pike buddy wish we would have worked in like that i have one veto I could just no, not. no way. That one's marked with a with a bullet. Peter, <laughs> you are not getting your ass out of that one. No way, no uh, how. Um, anything else going on in life? Um, it's been a somewhat shorter turnaround for our recording than than we had done as of recent. Yeah, I I'm just in the the home home stretch, just trying to get things in my things in my life ready while I'm still unemployed. This but is, not the ski bum, Chris. Cook. Yeah, but not sucking on the government teat. I'm right. legit unemployed. Oh, yeah, too legit, and you quit? No, uh, no, just uh, just work uh, jobs that don't work. Give me work all year. That's a that's yeah. a nice thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, gotcha. Um, but 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 things are good. I'm going down. I have a callback for an audition for a movie in Calgary this week, which yeah. should be great. Well, yeah, that's uh, awesome. Don't won't hold my breath, but yeah, do my best on that. And if that that happens, that could be that could be pretty big coming up. So yep, yeah, we don't want to jinx it. So you know. Mm-hmm. Wish the best to you and yours. Uh, myself, since we uh, last recorded, I went to uh, WWE live at Rogers Place the other With night. friend of the show, Tay-Tay. Uh-huh. Hey, Tay-Tay. Um, which was a blast. Um, there was a ban on pro wrestling in Edmonton for a couple years because a uh, someone died in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the details of that story, but... Uh, he was... It was uh, like he was a former UFC fighter. Yeah, and the the boxing association in Alberta they're changing rules now, but it wasn't not good like all the combat sports. They gave him a license to fight really close together, right? And, and he had been knocked out really badly, and then was fighting again in a very short amount of time. I know I I've worked with a a, a woman I work with at the city, uh, used to date that guy who passed oh, away, and uh, yeah, just really really sad. But because of that. They put a ban on all, all combat, combat sports, sports which yeah. included WWE. Yeah. Pro wrestling is not a sport. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, it had been a couple years because I, I tend to go to every every show that comes to town. And this was the first one at the new arena, mm-hmm. which was really nice, really cool. <laughs> Leave it to that carny business, though, because pro wrestling has its roots in, uh, you know, carny stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like all over like the promotion for it. Ronda Rousey, like her pictures, like right on it. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't show and isn't even acknowledged during the show, but Ronda Rousey is just oh, like, man, you, you fucking carnies. Like, I wasn't expecting her to be there. I was like, I think a way bigger deal would be being made, and it probably would have made like headlines in the paper. Mm-hmm. But just, it's pretty slimy business tactic to put her face like right mm-hmm. on the poster. Well, and especially since, and it's been this big move in wrestling recently like the women have been really taking yes. the front stage and she's arguably just the biggest face of 
yeah, to, uh, well, for for mainstream, she exactly. is yeah. exactly. Yeah, but like she's she's terrible on the mic, but she's believable in the ring, which is mm-hmm. just as important. Mm. So. But uh, my my point is just like that because of that. I think a lot of younger women are starting to yeah watch and go to wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, and well, and then and then when they see that that it's not just Ronda, but there's like a yeah. ton of great women that are wrestling now. Like the diff, like the difference between now and five years ago is so vast. Yeah. And like, they're not I can't just, even tell you. And they're not just breast implant. No, not at all. No, they can really go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's cool. Yeah, and then there, yeah, there there's always kids at at the live shows, but there were lots of uh, little girls there. You know, with like little like women's titles and stuff like that, and. Yeah, it was it was great. It was cool. That's awesome. Yep, good, clean, fun. Just you know, can we? It's 2019. Can we stop with the carny bullshit? <laughs> but whatever. Well, uh, I think this is probably a good time for us to take our little break and yeah. then come back and get into. Oh yeah, we're gonna be getting get into, into it. We're gonna be getting into it big. Um, we're gonna be talking about rock and roll over, and uh, that's it. See you in a bit. Louder! You want some more? And we're back. Cute as always with your with your antics coming back in. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all I have. Yeah, you don't want to be subjected to what I have to go through, dear audience. So now that we're back, here it is—the main event. We're going to be talking about 1976's "Rock and Roll Over." Now, this was the second album that Kiss released in 1976. Why did we choose to do the second album of the year instead of the first one? Because I fucked up and thought that it was the first one, and, De- and Destroyer was second, and I didn't bother to check. But then again, I thought we were just like delaying the gratification of hearing Beth. I I could have you know made that, but then it, when I went and like started like doing my research, I was like, ah oh, shit. I thought for sure that Rock and Roll Over came before, but it doesn't matter. No, I mean, if anything, you're you're familiar with a lot of the. Big tracks from Destroyer already. Oh yeah, Beth shouted out loud. Detroit Rock City. Yeah, this this album I knew nothing, very little, Did, little of. Had, um, had you ever heard? Hard. I don't want to talk about it yet. Um, Baby Driver. I hadn't heard before. Hard Look Woman. I I'm pretty sure I heard before. before. Did maybe you didn't even know it was Kiss? Yeah, and and Calling Doctor Love. I, yeah, that's like, a, that's a big one. Yeah, I yeah. had memories of that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. but let's just talk about the, like. The start of this album. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. We're t- talking, of course, about I Want You. Quiet, you. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting start. I, I'm a fan of this, of that, of that yep. intro. Especially how it like, gets in and out so quick. And then it comes back to it later in the song, yeah. too. That makes it so it's not so jarring the second time like if it would have only been like like the bridge totally. later yeah the fact that it's a callback to it yeah ball sounds good here nice hard-hitting song to start the album kind of an interesting one though okay? yeah like mid-tempo but nice and dirty kind of gritty it made after after last episode like just uh, well that, that and that's why i chose it it's <laughs> like like we deserved to not, excuse me, have our have our asses kicked again, mm-hmm. back to back, um, with something like Monster. Um, what were some ones that stood out to you? Do you want to just get to the main event? Or uh, well, I, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Ah, yes. So the first song that we hear on the album, sung by the inevitable uh, Peter Chris. Fun. Yeah, and. Just great. Go to uh, like a minute fifty. Okay. Love that we're starting to do these timestamps. Yeah, just it will be coming up right away. It's just it's just what why I love Peter Chris's voice. Like yeah. He's sounds great. Yeah, Jesus, you've got fucking stars in your eyes. Here it is. Yeah. Then a nice Scorching Ace solo right out of yeah, that. Yeah, I, I... It's just, it really, I think, more than anything, the like the stark difference between this kiss and any kiss after, like the 
as the 80s start is just it's the simplicity and yeah. like just how raunchy Ace Frehley's guitar is that I just it's just it, it's once again just another example of like how far they tumbled yeah like you know did they had like this like six-year stretch where you really can't fuck with those albums and just like just knowing how bad things would get yeah you know like within a couple of years, Peter's out of the band, you know, mm-hmm. like here he is. He's all over this. You know, he doesn't write any of the songs. Yeah. And, and Ace isn't credited on any writing. First any album where yeah. Ace gets no writing credits on it. Whatever. Um, one that um, I, ha- I have to talk about because it features some, I don't know, just some classic, clever, clever lyrics. This is Take Me. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. just listen to this, this initial yeah. verse. What do you think he's talking about there? Uh, a pencil. Put your hand on my in my pocket. Grab onto my rocket. Insane. Ah, uh, yeah. But good, you know. I mean, I mean, yeah. if you can get over the lyrics, it's. Yeah, I think over like maybe it's not the time to get into like overall impressions. No, of the no, album, no. But and and we kind of got into this talking about this being the second album of the year for them. Mm-hmm. I, while I, I enjoyed almost this whole album. Yeah. Like I, I really did enjoy it. It just seemed like the whole things felt a little rushed. Like there wasn't, I, there I, aren't I, any huge standout songs for me on the album, but it's, it's also the nature of the music business in the seventies yeah. is you just got to keep putting them out there. Well, yeah, like it really is remarkable. Cause like, okay. So at that point, Destroyer was, their most successful studio album, you know, helmed by Bob Ezrin of um, Pink Floyd and Alice Cooper fame. Um, but then literally just eight months later, they're releasing an album and they're like, they're like, like, we don't want to continue with the Destroyer song, that like clean and polished big sound. They want something more uh, rough around the edges, you know, so they enlist Eddie Kramer, who's got innumerable um, uh, credits to his name, engineering, mm-hmm. uh, the Beatles, five straight Led Zeppelin albums, the list goes on and on and on. Um, so there are things that I like about the immediacy and 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 rushing an album out, mm-hmm. which you know I guess we're starting to see that more nowadays. Sometimes with like surprise album releases oh, by yeah. artists, or like just throwing a single out because you just can. Like you can record the single and have it out mm-hmm. via digital immediately. And you're making more money off of that than you are releasing a whole album, anyways. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess there's there's a bit going back to that. Um, um, well, we kind of did we did we listen to the calling Doctor Love? No, but that's... we should. It's a uh, it's a it's a mainstay of their live performances. Yes, I I I, I knew this song from me from years and years ago. It was one of the first ones I ever knew. Like mm-hmm. it, it shows up on all the greatest hits albums and stuff like that. Yeah, and there's like I. I don't have any problems with this song. Like it's yeah, I believe I read that it was it was written by Gene and it was kind of inspired by the Three Stooges or something like that. It's very weird. That makes me like it less. <laughs> well, whatever. That, <laughs> do you not like the Three Stooges? No, it's just like then what does this song have to do with the Three Stooges? Well, because there's like something where it was like calling Doctor this, calling Doctor that, like in the in the episode of of the show. Okay. Yeah. Um. One thing I, I I read earlier too is that um, a few years ago uh, for a uh, a Super Bowl commercial, there was a Dr Pepper ad and with Gene in it, um, where he was referred to as Doctor Love. Ooh. Yeah, and uh, in it he uh, described that uh, Dr Pepper had a kiss of cherry in it. Well, also there's like kiss like flashing in the background and there's like a bunch of women on that's him. That's pretty cute. Yeah. What year was this? I think it was like 10 years ago. Family Jewels era kind okay. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, think of how much money he probably made off of that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Because I think it was just like a normal commercial and then it was like kind of like reconfigured like for the Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl's the top of the mountain, you know. But yeah, that song's fine. And, just, you know, like this this album definitely, you know, we talked about it last week with Monster. This album is rife with, you know, sexed up, you know, craziness. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, and and I think what we touched on last last week is I it was kind of nice to have it back. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's there's the the cringy lines in this album are more just from the the our constant complaint of just like not being well written right yes like the hand in my pocket grab grab onto onto my my rocket rocket. it's just like that's just bad writing it's childish to say the least um yeah but yeah like like you know again like with the contrast and comparison of monsters something like see you in your dreams my notes for this was like this is pretty much a filler track it's perfectly fine and yet this filler track is way better than anything on Monster. Yeah, one. You know? and that was just my thought. It's like, well, this song is like, like, I don't, really good like, I don't really care about this song at all. It's fine. Like, just, it's a, it's an album track. And all I, all I could think of is like, but I would take this ten out of ten times compared to anything on Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. No question. Yeah. Um, so we might as well get to it it's it's it looms large in on on this album and of course this is where peter chris cook is going to come to shine i'm talking about hard luck woman mm-hmm. now this is a top five kiss song for me always has been um i knew it was coming down the pike um it's fucking awesome yeah um paul wrote it um with rod stewart in mind but Gene insisted, yeah, Peter, coming hot off the heels of Beth being a number one single, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. And, you know, I've talked about it before of like comparing Peter's voice to Rod Stewart, you know, it's, it's more like can kiss, pull off the like faces style kind of a musicianship. And they do with flying colors here. Um, yeah, it's just it's just it's great. Yeah, it's. It's great. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing you do this say, at karaoke. I will say, me saying my favorite song we've ever heard Kiss do, I meant Baby Driver. <laughs> yes, of course. I but like like this, this is like this is just a beautiful song. It's a very good song. Are you being serious about Baby Driver? I really fucking love Baby Driver. <laughs> You're kidding me. I'm being I, dead serious. I totally assumed it was Hard Luck Woman. No, I, I, this, this is number two for me on the album for sure, and like probably number two of the huh. songs we've heard this too. That's but, that's shocking to me, but fair enough. Um, but I like, but not to take away from this song, but I just I I've been listening to Baby Driver on repeat. Oh, like, interesting. Oh, okay. I'll stick with the movie. Thank you very much. <laughs> we saw Baby Driver together, I right? Think we did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. great movie. Yeah, great. Yeah. Edgar Wright, uh, keep it up, man. Um, <laughs> so, Hard Luck Woman made it to um, number fifteen mm-hmm. on the Billboard Top 200, um, which you know wasn't able to replicate the number one single that Beth was. But, but that's still. But uh, along with calling Doctor Love being a top twenty single within that same calendar year, Kiss is riding high. The album itself made it to uh, number 11 on the charts yeah, and in, it, in, it, in the and US. Yeah, and it was certified platinum. Like, it sold over a million copies, yeah. too. Yeah. So I was I was meaning to um, to give you a taste of this before, but um, I forgot at the break. So I've got a bit of a treat for you here. Ooh. Um, <laughs> this is a bit of a, uh, a left turn, but uh, let's see if I can do this. Um it involves Hard Luck Woman. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of the existence of this, but this is Garth Brooks featuring Kiss doing Hard Luck Woman what? on The Tonight Show. Who's singing? Garth Brooks. And it's... Uh, if never I'd met you... <laughs> There's Paul and Gene, and this was pre-reunion, so that, that's Bruce Kulick and, and Eric Singer. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's not doing a half-bad job of it. No, it's he's, he's great. It's just like he really shows how fucking great of a voice Peter Chris Peter's had. voice was integral to it. But yeah, so the story is, um, apparently... Um, Paul and Jean had heard that 
Garth Brooks was going around saying what a big Kiss fan he was. And they were um, putting together the Kiss My Ass tribute album. Mm -hmm. And uh, Garth Brooks was approached about doing it, and he said he would, but only if Kiss was the backing band. And they were, that was the only song that Kiss was the backing band on. And like, so there's a studio version of that as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then that was them like promoting it on The Tonight Show with Garth Brooks. That's weird. Yeah. So I don't know. Kind of kind of left field. Uh, but uh, uh, in... Well, as so many things with Garth Brooks' career are. I will... We're talking about Chris Gaines? Of course we are. <laughs> Did you ever see that, um, that episode of SNL that he hosted? Yeah. Where he it was Garth Brooks hosting, and then the musical guest was, was Chris, Chris Gaines. Gaines. Yeah, that was a wild scene, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did you ever get down with some uh, Garth Brooks? Uh there's like maybe a little thunder rolls. Yeah, yeah. I I don't friends I don't, in low places. I don't know. I uh, I, I think it's my life, alternate life as a karaoke host. Just like yeah. Any songs that I think are deep, like that I of Garth Brooks is that I like somewhat enjoy. I've just heard so many fucking times. Like that... because yeah, like we live in like shit kicker country, and you know, and Garth Brooks was insanely popular as yeah. he as he was in all of North and America. he also like he was the Florida Georgia line of his time. Like yeah, he other he, countries he, he changed the game. Other like Alan Jackson and those guys like he drove them nuts. Cause, right. Like he was, the he one liked that, he liked Kiss. Exactly. He liked big stage he theatrics, moved over and it was like it was a big shift in country music. He wore the the fucking yeah. microphone that like attached to his face. Like, have he, you like the the Janet Jackson? Have mic, you, you watched know? any of his social media? <laughs> no stuff lately. <laughs> no, I haven't been keeping up with it. So strangely he because he's been going on another on a stadium tour. Yeah, and someone in his inner circle told him that he needs to start doing social media, and. If you want to see somebody who, <laughs> yeah. who just is like completely out of their element, because <laughs> anybody, it's it, I'll have to show you afterwards, but it's fucking hilarious because it's it's Garth Brooks in Studio G, and he's like, there's he's in a stadium, he's like, this is where the guys get ready to play ball, and you know what, they're a team, kind of like how we're a team. Jesus, I Christ. like that. <laughs> Um, wow, but, hard pass. Yeah, yeah, Garth Brooks, uh, still selling out stadiums still all over the world. Selling out stadiums, seventy thousand people watching him perform. Still churning out the crap. Whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you you do you, Garth but Brooks. Th- anyway, thank you for showing me that. That's, yeah, that's a that's a what a weird thing. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy that I, that we didn't watch it during the break and that I was able to, to surprise you like yeah, that. That was <laughs> great. Well, yeah. do you what are yeah. Have um, any more thoughts on the album? Oh I yeah, just, for sure. It's yeah. I I just and especially after Monster, that like with the with the bonus track, the almost fifty <laughs> minutes of this times in at thirty three minutes. A svelte thirty three minutes, and boy oh boy, I was I thankful for that. Yeah. You know, because of that, I listened to this album like six times today. You yep. know, and didn't feel bad about it once. It was like this isn't my favorite album from the seventies. Not even close, actually. I probably like it more than Love Gun. It's probably no, it's on par with Love and Gun. And Love Gun me. comes after. Love Gun is the one yeah. after, and that's like the final of like the classic albums. Yeah, I, I, I think of like the, I think the, the, the I, big six, as it were, or eight if you want to include the the live albums. Yeah, I think I agree with you that there's I, I there's nothing wrong with it, with this album. I I enjoyed it, and there's songs on it that are both of obviously both the yeah. Peter Chris songs I really really love. Yeah, but. Yeah. Well, of course, um, I don't want to go without mentioning um, Mr. Speed. Solid jam, which completely apes T-Rex. Do you know the song, Get It On, Bang A Gong? Oh, no, I don't think so. No? So it's that riff. Okay. I'm a suck. Okay, so here's T-Rex. When did this song come out? Um, I forget. Er, much earlier, several, several years earlier. Um, it wasn't big in the states though at the time, but um, 
I think back then you could kind of like get away with you know aping a riff a little more, you know. When the the Kiss version is a little more rockabilly than this. It's just a yeah, just. Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah. Song. Listen to T-Rex, everyone. That's not my recommend for the week, but ooh, I, I love me some T-Rex. So anyway, um, I'm not even mad at it. Like like with with that riff, just having like the same like like the, it's not exactly the same, mm-hmm. but I I know and love that T-Rex album so much that I just I couldn't not hear mm-hmm. get it on. So just wanted to mention it. It's not like egregious like that. Never enough from Sonic Boom, you know, sounding yeah. like Poison or whatever, whatever nightmare that was. Um, of course, the album closes with uh, another Kiss classic, talking about making love. Great way to end an album with big, like up-tempo rocker. Yeah. Um, yeah, just solid. As as most of this album is, it's just solid. Yeah, there. Yeah, like I said, there are songs that I'm not huge on, but yeah, I, the, maybe the the distinguishing factor is I was listening to this car driving around. Didn't turn it down. Didn't turn it down. You know, that's um, that's been something that's kind of like evolved over time, eh? Like, because I know that like even when we, even when we were like covering like the first Kiss album or Dress to Kill, I was still even though I like those albums, I was still in roll the car windows up mode, and I don't think I would for for the '70s albums anymore. No, no, no. I got I I have no shame about about those anymore. No, not not at all. Yeah, and I just, God, why couldn't they just have kept? Right, of course. Of, yeah, of course. We've got just some more, um, you know, sex ones. They're sex ones. Um, this is love them and leave them. Um, my note on here is just sexed up gene is both peak gene and the worst gene. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's really. Um, it's 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 the yin and the yang, baby. Ah, uh, St. Louis just starting. <laughs> just... <laughs> right. What the worst addition you could ever make to this podcast <laughs> is in passing. While the song is still playing, commenting on this on who scored in an Oilers game that will be days old when this comes out. I just I want you know the audience is probably like on the edge of their oh, seat. Oh, should, like, should we give them a, a start point of where the game's at so they can match up while we're? <laughs> hey, yeah, it'll be like um, it'll be like uh, Dark Side of the Moon and Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All you got to do is just like pop your bean, and then it's just like okay, and watch the Oilers get their ass kicked while listening to a podcast about Kiss. <laughs> I apologize, audience. My I have like a pretty big TV in my living room, and the game is playing. My my eyes I just, just love my blue. eyes just wandered over it while I'm like making a point about something, and just like oh, oh, oh the blue scored. <laughs> I, I I apologize. I am a I am an asshole. Oh um, man. Uh, there's just one more song on the album. We we might as well address it because we did other every other song. That's ladies' room. You know, just just some promiscuous fun. Who hasn't gone and had some fun in the ladies' room, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, happens. You know, pretty frequently <laughs> for you, I think. Um, yeah, lately. <laughs> yep, it's good. Yep. Again, it, sex, 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 there's this song does remind me. You drive us wild, we'll drive you crazy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's simple, you know. Yeah. Meat and potatoes, rock exactly. music. You can. Most songs you can transpose over other songs. Anyways. For sure. So I think that'll do it for rock and roll over. Um, you know, it's just it's just a solid rock album, not offensive. And a nice just addition to the Kiss canon, you know, just going to show that's the, that initial six album run, eight if you want to include the live albums, you know, pretty unfuckable with, because we know the only one remaining of, of those classic six that we have to cover is Destroyer, and we know that yeah. one's going to be it, a banger. It so. really shows why they built such a following yeah. that they have, is they built themselves so much credit off of these albums. The quality was there. That, like... That's why how you get the army is you build yep. that quality, and when you, when we have you're like us, and we come are coming it coming to it 
when we are in like ho- like yeah, it's like hostile territory. Really. Yeah, and and the fact that we can still listen to these albums and be like, yep, yeah, these are these are great. Yeah, I'm as as we were saying at the top of the show, totally willing to give something when it's good, it's due. Yeah, yeah. So you know, again, good on them. Rock and roll over. You just keep on rocking, rolling over and over. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that one. <laughs> um, moving on. So as we, as we, whenever we wrap up an album, we like to find out, hey, buddy, what's your Kiss Army status? Are you ready to enlist? Are you ready to get join the war? Are you a straight up draft dodger? What's uh, going on? Well, I, I think we fairly cemented into our lives now that we are draft dodgers. Yeah, but goddamn. These albums make me like it's it's just the idea that where they fall from here. Yeah. That just it just leaves me kind of sad. Yeah, no, I know. And it's because of that, you know, yeah. I'm firmly like I don't even want to call it like a draft dodger when I hear an album like this. It's more like more of like a pacifist, you know? Yeah. Like I don't even like hopefully I just don't get dra- drafted and I'll just like silently, you yeah, know, just, I could be just... like a photojournalist who's go- gone on hey. the on the on the the tour we're kind of like that you know us we're this this is hard-hitting journalism oh, right now. oh yeah yeah most definitely but we, like we need to get this story out um i know that there's got to be people following our every move you know like for posterity you know just for future record in case somehow these recordings get destroyed you like know? all the music on myspace that was that's right destroyed. i was thinking about that because okay so i i've talked about it before on the show but i had a, a band and we were firmly a part of the myspace era mm-hmm. like like i i remember when we we had management at, at one point and our management said to us straight up it's like i don't look to um how many cds people sell i look to see how many myspace followers you people mm-hmm. have and then and that was a real thing like i like check in myspace every day seeing how many plays like like a certain song would have like wow why does that one have four thousand and why does that one only have three hundred you know mm-hmm. and you know and so I felt I felt a little bit of like did you huh. check did you check I did MySpace page no, to no. see if it was still up there no it like I know that it was like when we when my band had a reunion a few mm-hmm. years ago like I I looked and like had a huge pang of nostalgia yeah <laughs> like like I'm rushing through my veins you oh, know for sure man yeah so mm-hmm. you know it's a was not sad but it's like huh that, that that is firmly gone now that like mm-hmm. it was already gone but now it's really gone yeah you always expect like with the internet shit's just gonna like last forever mm-hmm. you know and, yeah. it, and, and, then, and it just won't and then they say things like we lost all the music for over a decade <laughs> yeah totally um were you, were you on myspace back no then? that was i was really? i was not on myspace at all because i even had like a personal page as well yeah i never did Hmm. That was I. I wasn't like big on the early social media yeah. like stuff. I was on a, like AOL Messenger, those sorts of things. Uh, and of course, you, you're still rocking your AOL of email address. <laughs> I was smirking to myself about that the other day when I think I had to email you for something. Oh yeah, <laughs> just... I give that email to professional companies. Like, yeah, and they, Univer- they, they, they just assume that Universal that like... emailed me on that email address. They probably just assume you're like 60 or something like, well, hold on. I need to make sure I get my AOL disc and how many hours I've got on it before I respond to you. Get off the phone, mom. I got to get on the internet. God, I remember those days with like Napster and stuff like that. Like I remember there was, um, there was, a uh, labeled an, an MP3 and it was like Metallica with Kid Rock and, I maybe it was Slayer or something. It, it, it was like a bunch of big names all in mm-hmm. one, and they were all doing I don't know Master Puppets together or something like that. But back then, even just downloading an MP3 took a long mm-hmm. ass time. So it would be like, okay, I'm gonna turn this on and like leave the house for two hours, and hopefully this song will be done. And it was like a, a white whale of mine for a while that I I don't I don't even know if it was real. I can't, yeah. I can't remember. And I love now on my phone. I could just search up just and download like five albums at a time yeah. and set my phone down for a minute. And when I pick it up, all the albums are on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, 
Yeah, we've seen we've seen a lot of change in mm-hmm. our lifetimes. Think about someone that's like still alive from like before television was invented. You know, yeah. like they're around for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, or electricity. Like when did electricity come about? I'm sounding like a real idiot right now. <laughs> like, like the 1800s. Yeah. Okay. Like. <laughs> Just think about how jarring like, it would have been, though, like, for, the, like, for those people. Like, Seeing go, like the world going from no electricity to then mm-hmm. electricity. Like, you know, like, because comp- you, you watched Deadwood, right? Oh, yeah. So that's like the 1860s. Yeah. And they have a telegraph in that. And telegraphs are powered by electricity. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But, like, widespread use, like, not for a long time. Sure. Like, okay. Yeah. But I'm sure our history buffs get at me. <laughs> If I've got this wrong. Yeah, exactly. If there's one thing I should know about, it's that type of history. I got a fucking degree in history. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I really, really use it a the, lot. You're really using the hell out of that Yeah, one, that was huh? a great four years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's like me going to school for writing, and the most writing I do now is notes for a fucking KISS podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, but close. Anyway, um, so I think that's going to bring us to our regular se- segment. Uh, so I'm going to go to Peter Chris Cook and ask for the Chris Kiss quote. I never set my sights low. I've always believed most people are ruined by the limitations they put on themselves. I was never afraid to take that step to see what I was capable of doing. Does luck play a role in success, particularly in the creative field? Sure it does. But if you don't have the balls to give it a shot, you're destined to fail. Hmm. Gene? Ace. Ace? Really? Yeah. Huh. It's just a beautiful quote. Yeah. But I also... Caveat, I'm throwing this one in there too. Oh, please do. When you take a shower in space, you have to press the water onto your body to clean yourself, and then you got to vacuum it off. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's... What? <laughs> yeah, I had to. I was That's going awesome. through to find like funny ones, and then I found that like really beautiful. Yeah, one. like a, a good one. Yeah, it was a thought, a thoughtful, poignant quote, and then <laughs> and then just total non sequitur. You take a shower crazy. in space. You have to press the water onto your body to clean yourself, and then you gotta vacuum it off. <laughs> awesome. Oh, uh, God, God bless you, Ace. Well, we hope you're up in space, looking down on us uh, right now. He- uh he's very much alive well why is he talking about that then why is he talking? he's interested in space travel okay there are other quotes about him him talk, he talk- but he sounds like he's an authority on it or something oh, when he he's talking talks about how way. humanity needs to begin to colonize space and we'll start with space stations then the moon and then mars <laughs> I, I it took me longer than ever to find a quote just because i was going i wanted an ace quote this week yeah. and it was just so many are just so great. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. Uh, way to go. Speaking of quotes, I always have my version of it. Although if we were to like actually like write down what the hell this guy was saying, it It'd would sound insanity. it would sound even yeah. crazier. I'm talking, of course, about our man Paul Stanley. This is the people let me get this off my chest tribute. We're going track 36. Stockholm. We're back in Stockholm. tell you something. I don't know how to say many things in Swedish. I can look at a girl and say, Sounds really Swedish. Nobody here is getting tired yet. Are you getting tired? have it paul pandering to stockholm sweden you know good on you mm-hmm. i like that it's not it's the how are we doing it's yeah just like, we're not tired yet are we yeah now he's being a little playful uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah like and everyone goes back no yeah like long as you ain't tired we're gonna be getting up to all kinds of nasty stuff <laughs> you don't even want to know what i'm gonna do with that swedish meatball <laughs> Playing in Stockholm, Sweden really isn't great for his lisp. 
Stockholm, Sweden. That's a rough one. Yeah. 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 The band's name is rough. Yeah. <laughs> Kith. <laughs> It's the funniest fucking name for someone. <laughs> uh, uh. Although, um, I, I have a friend who's um, quite into um, Seth Meyers. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's got a bit of a, a, a lisp. Mm. So Seth Meyers. Seth is, is, is probably the best name possible for a lisp. Seth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, as someone who uh, has strug- struggled with a lisp, as a young person, yeah. I take so much glee in laughing at people's lisps. <laughs> I've I've realized over the years that like the first time I ever like knew what a lisp was was watching the Cable Guy, because mm-hmm. Jim Carrey's character, and I thought it was just like, well, what kind of a freak has a, like like that guy's a freak <laughs> oh, with his man. lisp, <laughs> which is so mean. But it was more like just like it was an innocent kid. It's like, like a super common thing. It is, it, like, and it's way more common than I ever for thought. Like, especially for kids. Like, no, it, I know, and I guess maybe I was just naive and I just didn't notice it, or maybe like Jim Carrey's was so like cartoonishly big, yeah. and it's like addressed in. Or the you're movie. like six or seven years old in kindergarten, yelling at people, calling them freaks. <laughs> oh well, th- like the people I'm yelling at are six or seven years old, but this, you know, this <laughs> was going on like last week. <laughs> Look, I calls them like I sees them. Uh-huh. Okay, like and like I hear them. It's unavoidable. This is that. Get sorry, that, get that, that shit fixed. There's a, a great. <laughs> Go see a speech therapist. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing wrong with me. Anyway, <laughs> sorry everyone. We're obviously joking. Uh huh. Um. So. We we have a podcast. We're we're, we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> I'm just explaining things. <laughs> <laughs> problem <laughs> no no keep going you're doing great I'm just saying we have a podcast we're gonna keep doing it but to do that that means i need to assign something okay yes i i was going somewhere okay great. it wasn't just me being like um my name is scott i have blonde hair <laughs> and I was like, no. okay great what's our what's our assignment gonna be buddy our next or do we do assignment and then our recommends Okay, well, I just yeah, I forget these that things. Way, that, way, that way, that way, that way, because yeah, this is the end of Kiss Talk. That's why you're the host, and I'm doing whatever I do. Yeah, you, you know, giggling like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so our our next Kiss My <laughs> assignment. I've been holding off on this one, but you know, as, as I was saying earlier, we're running out of the good stuff. This is going to be good because this is we're going to the '80s when, and this is video time, and I love the Kiss albums that have videos for mm-hmm. us to watch and dissect. So this is a super fun one. This is coming hot off the heels of Animalize. We're talking Asylum. Oh, boy. Yep. Full hair metal style. Um, uh, you'll like it more than Crazy Nights, probably. Like, Crazy Nights was insane, like, pop mm-hmm. music. This is just straight up hair metal, so. All right. Well, we'll see. I, I know literally nothing about it, so this will be... You've uh... seen a couple of the videos before okay. when we've been drinking and watching kiss videos we're sick guys i tell you what but yeah asylum it's gonna be a fun one um before we get out of here um we like to um do a recommendation because normally we things are um normally we're shitting on everything but this is an episode of positivity because we had nothing but positive thoughts about this album yeah so but, but we but we still like to uh Keep it positive. Yeah. I won't say it. Oh, uh, oh my God. So, um, you want to go? I think it's even worse not saying it, but just like still pointing it out. St. Louis just scarred again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I only did it because I thought it was because I thought it was amusing. Oh, yeah. Uh, great. Okay. So, uh, now I know what? how you feel when I read my, uh, when I read my, my long uh, stories on here. No, it's not that bad. All I'm doing is derailing it for a moment. Okay. You you derailed the whole show like to the point where I was like, are we going to keep doing the show anymore? Uh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you got? Okay, uh, I'm just going to uh, shout out a show that I've been watching on Netflix that I am loving so far. It And I don't watch reality shows very often, but this one is incredible. It is called Doomsday Preppers. I've heard of this one. And it's 
amazing. It could go with like three or four people per episode ta- showing how they're prepping. And my favorite one so far, this dude showing off all the guns he has <laughs> and his wife in the vi- in when the crew is there, they're at the dinner table, him, his wife and the two kids. She has her face blurred out. So she obviously like agreed to it. Then they filmed it. And then she's like, no, I want nothing to do with it because the guy is out in the desert training with weapons with his kids and he blows his fucking thumb off jesus oh my god that's gnarly yeah and it's like they have the crew there and like they they have a medic and they have to wrap his thumb up and he lost like the joint so his thumb is just the nail is connected to the bottom he lost the joint in the middle oh and he's tough he's got a stub yeah and he's like no it doesn't change how i feel about guns this is all all great it's just the show is bonkers because it yeah. every person has a different reason why they're prepping, and some of them are like the Earth's polar axes are going to shift and destroy the world, or it's just it's it's a crazy show. Wow. It's so funny, yeah. Like it's firmly like you're laughing at them the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And laughing and just like and just cringing. Uh, but oh. but uh, the, I went to. Superstore the other day, and I bought way more canned foods than I usually do. I mean, that's a great brag to just throw out there, too. Yeah, I'm prepped for a good couple weeks in my house. That's cool, man. Yeah. 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 Comparing yourself to a doomsday prepper or like <laughs> doomsday prepper, like junior, you know, that's uh, that's cool. Yeah, that's how I describe it, too. Cool. Well, what do you got? All right. So, um, Mine is going to be a music video, and it's one that I've been pretty obsessed with for the last week. Um, it's the new video by one Mr. Danko Jones. It's called Hello. Dance, Dance, Dance. I've probably watched this video 20 times. Get a taste of it. I love the song. And then the video. Have you watched the video no, yet? No, I haven't. It's just three... Three ladies doing amazing choreography to a Danko song. I'm just showing Chris the video right now. Oh, great. And it's like, it, it's, like it's just one continuous uh, shot on the camera. It never like leaves them. It's just like circling them on this like soundstage. Fucking great. Combine that with this kick-ass song. Here's the chorus kicking in. Oh, not quite. The album isn't out yet. Um, there's just been a couple singles, this being the prime video. Fucking awesome, man. So good. So, you know, check out that video on YouTube. It's it's so not only watchable, but rewatchable. As I say, I've probably watched it 20 times. And uh, his new album comes out next month. So excited for Danko. So check out that album when it comes out. Uh, Danko doesn't have a stinker in his whole catalog. He's so great. Also, if you ever get the chance to see that guy live, do, do not it. pass it up. He's he's the artist I have seen the most out of anyone. I think I'm at 11 or 12 now for seeing Danko. Never disappoints. Yeah, I think I've seen him three times. Right. Yeah. I'm, like I'm a, I'm you're, a huge you're, Danko you're, fan, but like I I don't go see a ton of music live. So yeah. It's so just... the fact that you've seen him like three times. And good chance you'll go see him oh, when, when 100%, he when he percent, one hundred percent, yeah, totally. So there we have it. So we're going to be wrapping this episode up right away. But before we do that, I'd like to throw out our plugs yet again. Uh, we're at Detroit Talk City on Twitter. We're Detroit Talk City Pod at Gmail We have a Facebook group that you can join. Um, we're always willing to mix it up and talk with anyone that wants to uh, do so. Um, and check out our website, DetroitTalkCity.com. Anything you'd like to plug, Chris? Uh, no, uh, if your Cold Pursuit is in the theaters near you, ah, yeah. go see Cold Pursuit. Check out your boy Chris. If you blink, you'll miss me. <laughs> it's true, but it, it was it was delightful. It's worth it to see me smoke out of a pipe for, uh, for two seconds. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Ski bum Chris Cook. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully he rides again. Okay, so that's going to do it for us at Detroit Talk City. Uh, remember, it don't mean spit to us. <laughs> That's a socks and crocs.
production. Check one, two. Check one, two. I'm coming in live and on top. I'm alive and on fire. Because I'm alive! And on top. You put my love on top. And we need to put my love on top. <laughs> and put my love on top. There's like eight. Top. There's eight. <laughs> top. It's shipping a bit pop top. Oh, can you play some music? Uh-huh. Oh, we're peeking a little. <laughs>